0: Hello and welcome to The Spectator's Americano podcast, a series of discussions about American politics and the Trump presidency in 2017. I'm Freddie Gray and I'm deputy editor of The Spectator. I'm joined down the line by Gabby Mirongello, who is White House correspondent for The Washington Examiner, and we're going to be discussing the first days of Trump's presidency. So, Gabby, as a a White House correspondent, could you tell us your idea of the character and the tenor of this new administration based on the first few days of, of Trump's presidency?
1: Yeah, well, I think that they are extremely intent on getting things moving, particularly the parts of Donald Trump's agenda that he had really embraced during the campaign and election cycle and promised that he would push through during his first 100 days. They have released a number of executive orders, and the president has taken a number of executive actions to start to implement some of the policies on immigration and national security and health care that he promised he would. And they're doing so without a full cabinet. I mean, President Obama had seven of his cabinet nominees approved and in their positions on the first day of his administration. And Trump now has less than five still. So they're doing what they can with what they have at the moment.
0: There was, a stinker, I think, a sort of assumption, wasn't there, both on the on the left and the right, that Trump wouldn't really mean the economic, people usually call it economic protectionism stuff. But certainly the first few executive orders really seem to be bedding down on that. I mean, there's the protecting of US steel, making sure that all federal spending on steel is US steel. I mean, these are pretty dramatic gestures that show Trump means it when he talks about America first.
1: Yes, I think there was a lot of there were a lot of individuals who looked at his campaign and the promises that he made and were skeptical that he would ever actually implement them because of how many times he adjusted them and how how they evolved over the course of his campaign. There was always this sense that if he actually makes it to the White House, it's probably unlikely that we're going to see this agenda pursued that he's spoken of. And yet, You know, as you mentioned, he is, in fact, during his first few days in the White House, unraveling a lot of his predecessor's agenda and focusing on uh, renegotiating these trade agreements that he had promised he would during the days of his campaign and really pushing this saying that he he had said during his uh, inaugural address, which is that he plans to buy American and hire American. So we saw that with the uh, yes. Keystone Pipeline executive order earlier this week, where he said that any any construction on that pipeline going forward will be using American steel. And he's met with union workers. He's met with business leaders. He is really focused on pursuing the agenda that he laid out. And I think that's much to the surprise of many of his skeptics and of his critics.
0: We quite often see this. I know we saw this in 2008 with Obama, though, of a sort of flurry of executive orders in the first few days that really excite the the, the people that voted for the president, but then often don't really amount to much. Do you get the impression that there's a, a strategic vision here or whether these are just bold gestures?
1: Yeah, well, some of them certainly matter more than others. I mean, there's the the executive order that he had issued that formally withdrew the U.S. from the Trans-Pacific Partnership was mostly symbolic since Congress had already voted against the TPP. And so but then again there are others like an executive order that he had signed yesterday that said definitively that you know America will move forward on constructing a wall along our southern border and that we are going to freeze immigration from muslim countries for Uh, the next 30 days until until these extreme vetting measures have been put into place that he had spoken about. So some of them are obviously symbolic. Some of them stand out more. But this is certainly consistent with what his predecessors did. I mean, President Obama in the first 100 days of his presidency promised to close Guantanamo Bay. Mm. And that wasn't through an executive order, but he, he did make that promise, which was rather ambitious. Trump has promised to build the border wall. He has promised to outline a plan to defeat the Islamic State. President Bush, during his first few days, started working on the No Child Left Behind program. So there are definitely policies that define each administration, and I think that's what Trump is trying to shape right now.
0: Yes, and here in Britain there's a a lot of excitement, fear, interest about a meeting with Theresa May tomorrow. Right. Do you think, from what you've been hearing, can we see a a trade deal between America and Britain within the first 100 days.
1: He, he's definitely said he's interested now in pursuing bilateral trade agreements. I think that's certainly the direction that his administration plans to take trade. I don't know what Britain's interest in that would be, but I think that's definitely going to be something that will be discussed when he does meet with the prime minister tomorrow. And I know that she is also speaking to House Republicans, House and Senate Republicans, at their annual retreat in Philadelphia today. So I'm sure we'll hear some news out of that. Maybe that's something that sh- will be brought up, maybe not. But it's definitely something that the, the current administration has said they're interested in pursuing.
0: And Gabby, have you got, we often read reports that it's uh, Steve Bannon and Stephen Miller who are the, the guiding hands behind these executive orders. And from what I understand of it, certainly the tone of the statements has the feel of, of a Steve Bannon pulling the strings. Do you get that impression too?
1: Yes, I do. I think it varies. I I do think that Trump's chief of staff, Reince Priebus, has some influence on these. But you know, for the most part, I would say that you're right. I was reading through an executive order yesterday on that Trump is expected to issue today that would freeze immigration from Muslim countries, and the language in it just sounded so familiar to what Trump had said during the campaign and what uh, the publication that Bannon had previously written for, Breitbart, had echoed. Mm. Uh, so I do think that he he's probably steering these executive orders. He probably has the, his his hand most involved in them. And that's why the language is so reflective of what Trump had said.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to start using the term bananite, aren't we?
1: <laughs> Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Gabby, thank you very much. It's very interesting indeed. I hope you'll do another podcast with us again soon.
1: I-, I hope to. Definitely. My pleasure.
0: And just a reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast anytime on iTunes and please do.